0: And welcome to episode 415 of the Pittsburgh Nerd
1: Podcast (laughs) You know what I mean? And this is the only podcast that says
0: Tell a person you're the Metatron and they stare at you blankly Mention something of a Charles Heston movie and suddenly everybody's a theological scholar Nice How are you sir? I'm good,
1: yep, hanging in
0: there,
1: good, Uh, I went to,
0: uh, I went fishing, did you, nice,
1: Uh, yeah, I went on um, Thursday, and I went this morning, well, this afternoon, Mm
0: mm-hmm,
1: place called Peter's Creek. Where is that at? It's... You know where the junction of 51 and 43 is? Right at large? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. You take that back all the way to where it forms... Turns into the Montour Trail. Okay. From what I knew, Peter's Creek back in the day was like a dump. Yeah. (laughs) sewage ran through there yeah you know what I mean? it's like a toxic waste pit. 15 mm-hmm. years ago i mean i still wouldn't eat anything i got it there but yeah.
0: um
1: but the water is like crystal they did a lot of work to the whole area i guess 10 years ago they started transforming this, it's like a it's almost like a nature preserve nice beautiful yeah that's awesome um, yeah and there's like nice holes for trout and they stock it and yeah so yeah it's really it's really quite remarkable i had no idea that something like that was so close to me
0: yeah really that is that's great
1: yeah um you know i mean usually i'm going you know to go trout fishing you have to go up to the mountains you know but uh you know this is 15 minutes away i caught 11 I caught 11 trout.
0: Yeah. You can catch smallmouth. Oh, that's bass, not trout.
1: Well, supposedly there's smallmouth in there, too. I didn't catch any smallmouth. I mean, yeah. Um, I guess at certain spots, maybe they stock, but I was mostly in trout business.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The yawk the is, that's bass, so. That's big with yeah. bass, not with trout.
1: Yeah. Bass. Smallmouth. Yeah. 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 Um, but this place is great. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like I was in the mountains. I mean, literally, I first time I went up there, I saw like two fishermen. Um, today I saw zero near me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a great place. Good. I, I'm glad you've. Cause,
0: I mean, I know for you, like, I mean, fishing is is a big thing. It's a big deal yeah. for you. And I fish my whole life yeah and it's it's one of those like things that like you do to get away and relax yeah you know and that, so like i mean you would you would fish rainbow creek and stuff like that but having a nice place like this to, you know catch a nice trout i know that's, that that's meaningful to you
1: yeah it's like almost like a sanctuary yeah <laughs> yeah but um yeah man i i just yeah, it was great. I just can't even believe how nice it is down there. Yeah, now, I've only I've only did one side, um, you know, gone to one side. I think the next time I go, I'm gonna go on the other side of 51. Yeah, because you take that back to where there's there's a parking ride back there. Yeah, and Peter it keeps going, and eventually it goes through the mill and dumps into the mall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I know what you mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but there's a whole stream there before you even get to that point. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm going to try that other side, um, and see what's going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. It's just kind of exciting. I, I, I find it in a sense, I find it nice that like, I had, like I said, I had no idea this place existed. Right. I mean, I mean, I knew it existed, but I didn't think it would be like this. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's sort of nice how, like, I mean, we hear about the trail down by Elizabeth and stuff like that, and how they've done that, you know. But right. I know they did this as well, and this is just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's astonishing, truly. I mean, they've dammed up certain parts and built parts up, and to where the creek's running, you know, where it—it it gets a little deeper, you know what I mean? Uh, where trout sit, and yeah, it's. It's it's beautiful. I mean, I saw mallards in there today. Wow, you know what I mean? Like a lot of wildlife, and yeah, it was fantastic. So, anyway, I'm just excited that it's close. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's the key. Like it's something. Because I mean, there are places you can go to. You, You can drive 45 minutes, an hour, and you know there are nice places you can go to. But having something that's like 15 minutes away, like that, 20, 20 minutes away, is like really
1: nice. Yeah, I mean, literally, I went. I took I took the Clareton Bridge over. Yeah. Popped up the hill, popped back down the hill. Yeah. You know, by Jefferson. Yeah. Down to 51, and I was there, five minutes. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, it beats river fishing for me. yeah. I've never been a big fan of river fishing. So, I think if I had a boat, I think I'd dig river fishing a little bit more. Um like not a huge boat, just you know, not even yeah. a bass boat, just something to get, more like a flat bottom boat. Yeah. Just to get me around the river. Um but I don't know. I I don't know. But um yeah. I sure enjoyed this. I always considered like, um
0: like, the yawk. I don't consider, like, river fishing, though, because it's so shallow. Parts of it are. The majority of it is. Mm. Like, I, I, if you get closer to downtown keysport it does get deeper. But, like, once you get, like, up around the 15th Street Bridge and, like, going towards Elizabeth, I mean, you could you can almost walk across that bitch, you know? <laughs> Huh. So, I mean, like, it's, and, like, and like in, with the yawk, too, like, I mean, like, down under the Boston Bridge, I mean, you, you can't literally, like, I mean, it, the water's no more than two or three feet deep at some points.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, you know, so you can really stand out there and, like, you know, so it is a lot, like, stream fishing, in a way. Right. But, like, the Mon, I would... Like, I get, like, that's a whole different. Because one is so deep and the water is so fast. I mean, we're not going to get into, like, you know, just how filthy that fucking river is. Just, like, how deep the water is and how fast moving that water is. Right, right. You know.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah, maybe I just haven't explored the yawk well enough yet. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, like, I mean, like. I mean,
0: like, I mean, you and I have talked about, like, you know, your experiences, like, the experiences you've had on the yacht, too. Like, you know, down around Dead Man's Hollow. <laughs> yeah. You know, with the hobo. Yeah. But the other side of that, though, is, like, I mean, there, there is some, like I said, like, the around, the, like, the, the Boston Bridge, like, that area, like I said, I mean, you could go out there and, you know, like, a pair of waders. It's like, you know, stream fishing. Yeah because the water is so shallow. Yeah. I'm sure there are places going up further.
1: You know. I'm sure there's places all over the Yawk. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you can only get to so many of them by like I like from shoreline fishing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but I've never had much luck down and in Elizabeth, right there underneath the bridge, at all. Um, but I, I don't know. I just haven't had much luck down there. A lot of snags. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I like, like this Rocky
1: River. Right. I like this stream. <clears throat> I mean, when the sun's shining good, I mean, I mean, you can see the bottom of it. You know what I mean? it's real clean i just it's clean water yeah you know that's great um and it was a nice day too i mean it's perfect for trout it's like 50 degrees um overcast yeah Uh, i had a little bit of rain it was fleeting though lasted like five ten minutes and it was done um you know a little bit nippier out it was good it's just good trout weather yeah um but uh yeah, it was great, man. I needed it. So How at least much does it cost me. to get a license? Now? Yeah. Thirty I think it's thirty seven bucks. Thirty seven bucks. Seven bucks for the trial stamp. Yeah. And then um you know. Yeah, seven bucks for the trial stamp, thirty bucks for the license, I think, and then and then if you fish Erie and the tributaries in Erie, you have to pay another twelve dollars or some shit like that. Yeah, that's if you're fishing up there. But yeah, it's still it's, it's expensive.
0: It is. <laughs> you know what that's you what's crazy about it. It's like it's uh, like it's a relatively inexpensive sport to get into. <clears throat> right. But you don't need much. You don't need fancy equipment. You know, but at the same time, like the state just makes it so damn difficult. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I purchased mine online. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's. I think it's kind of expensive. I mean, I can remember when it was like twelve bucks.
0: Yeah, I was complaining about it then. I think mean, I should be half of this. Like, I mean, just I. I get it. Like, it's it's state revenue. It's a way to generate revenue for this, you know, for whatever. But at the same time, man, I mean, it's just, it's like, you know, it, it should be something that everybody can enjoy. Right. Like I understand the need for licensing and, and shit like that. But still it's like, it's something that like, like anybody should be able to just like, I feel like, I feel like it's kind of expensive. That's all. That's all Like, I feel like, yeah. Every like everything else like you you can go buy a cheap rod you can get a halfway decent reel you know the line a couple of bobbers you know I mean it, there are starter kits you can pick up for a few bucks but like the the fact that PA just wants to just you know rip that money
1: out of your hands well yeah they do yeah beer and cigarettes as well I mean, yeah they-
0: I mean no I I get that like I mean.
1: I don't know. I'll get my money's worth out of it this year, I think. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I think you
1: will. I really haven't been fishing since my dad died. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, I went out alone, of course. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It is kind of expensive. Yeah.
0: Right? And, like, Pennsylvania even acknowledges it. Like, wow, we know it's expensive. We don't care. But, like, we're going to give a day where, like, Anybody can fish. Right. You know, and it's like, well, you know, it's fucking expensive. How about instead of having like a day, let's just lower the price of what it costs to get a, a fishing license. Right. You know. Fifteen bucks. That includes the trot stamp. right? <laughs> <laughs> you know. And besides, like, how many fucking people are out there fishing without a license anyway? I, I don't know. I'm sure there's plenty. Like I I mean I knew plenty of guys in the key sport that were like I ain't buying a no fucking license. Right, right. What are they going to do? You think you think the game commission's coming down where I'm fishing? I'm like probably not. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> valid point. <laughs> you
1: know. right. Well, I I kind of had my eye open cuz I mean, you know. I mean, this is a you know, it's like a trail. Yeah. It's like So, I mean, not a trail. I mean, people drive on it, but it's considered part of the trail. So, like, further down, there's bike lanes and stuff like that. Yeah. But I remember uh, when
0: my parents fished down at the yawk. I mean, you know, they they would just pull off. I mean, the, the game commission came down there, came down and checked their license one time. Yeah. You know. And that was, like, what, Pier 13 or something like that, you know marker 13 whatever that is down there
1: on river road yeah i don't know yeah Should like they had this,
0: yeah they, they had a spot it was like a marker like they called it marker 13 or pier 13 or something i don't know but it was mm-hmm. like their spot and so like i guess the game commission would just like drive up down that road they see a car they go down and try to find a person and make sure they got a license
1: is this on the yacht or the mall yeah, on the yacht uh-uh. huh. you know down there
0: like down there on uh because my parents had just dropped down to the Yawk. You know, that back back hit road, but going towards uh, Dead Man's Hollow. Yeah. But they wouldn't go all the way to the mill. They'd just pull off. They had a spot that they would go to.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, I've only been checked once, I think, for... A license, and that was yeah. in Elizabeth Boston Bridge.
0: Yeah. And
1: that was the only time I've ever been checked for a license. Yeah. So
0: I'm sure they have spots they go to, but it's like, like, how, how like, if, if I was to walk that trail, like, down a ways, mm-hmm. If you can go. I mean, that, that trail follows, like, all the way down. Like, I think, you, I think if, if you follow that trail, you can get, you can walk it all the way to like the fucking uh the York dam. Oh really? Yeah, I think so. Like I don't quote me on that. Yeah. But like you know I go down a way, it's like, you know. <laughs> I take a two like a, a a three, four mile walk down the trail. Right. You know. Somebody had to come looking for me. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. I get you. Yeah, you know. So is it? I'm. I'm just saying. It's like one of those oddball things. Like, like I. I'm like, like, don't get me wrong. My, my fishing experience is cool. extremely limited, but I've never run into a game commissioner. Yeah. You know. But.
2: Yeah. That no, one
0: we, time, it was. It'll be like that one time where I say, like, Yeah, fuck, it, I'll go fishing. I'm just going one time, I don't need a license and you know. Not that I keep anything either, like I you know, I throw it back. Right, right. You know, but it'd be like that one time I've got a rod in my hand. Yeah, dead the you know, <laughs> a dead, you know. <clears throat> it's funny. like the Lef- floors and mall rats cut chasing me down.
1: <laughs> you yeah. know yeah I don't know let like me say it's only my second time there so but there's a lot of pull off places oh yeah and I know the state stocked it and I think that yeah the um, some kind they're having a fishing derby mm-hmm around the 18th down there and some other privately owned places doing a full stocking too. Yeah. Of it as well. So, I mean, there's plenty of fish in there. I mean, like opening day was what two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe longer. Yeah. And, uh, so, I mean, like, there's if I caught eleven, yeah, two days of fishing. I mean, there's still fish in there. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. So, I like like Lake Emily. <laughs> I'll probably stalk that
1: fucker like two days later. It's dry. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like like the fish. I I mean the long biggest fish I got was about fourteen inches today. Yeah. Um, which is a pretty good size trout. Fourteen. I yeah. mean, not great. The other ones were between nine and twelve. You know, yeah. it's just fun catching
0: them. Yeah, yeah, and that's the point. Is I mean, you're just you're just out to have fun. Yeah, I could just imagine I'm sure, if you brought like yeah. the fish home to eat, like your family would probably be like, the fuck is wrong with you? All <laughs> right.
1: No, I don't think they were. I mean, like,
0: Homemade I fish
1: the... tacos, girls? I like, fuck I guess you. It depends on where you're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> But I know what this stream once was.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's the key. Like, I mean, it'll it, be like like if like like they suddenly like did a project to clean up Turtle Creek. You right. know, I still wouldn't eat like you know anything out of that. Right, like, but I second, mean like the second I fish, the
1: water is gonna uh, contaminate. Yeah, but I know that it's definitely on a rebound.
0: Yeah, that's what which is I mean, there,
1: it's just nature everywhere and tons like I said tons of wildlife and you know trees everywhere. I mean it's gorgeous. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Seriously.
1: Yeah. It's picturesque. I mean I can't even I can't even I don't know, it's weird.
0: Yeah, that's great. No, that's yeah. awesome. It really is. It makes me happy to hear that.
1: Yeah, environmentally, I was really impressed with this. And the water looks real clean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Mountain stream. It's so weird. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it is. But, anyway.
0: I had a head cold this week.
1: What? Yeah. Were you nervous?
0: No, no, because I mean, like there was a little bit of me because I, I I did I did attend a super spreader event. You did? Yeah, we. Went, Nancy asked me to go to her her nephew's um. Her nephew's having a baby, so it was a uh. uh a gender reveal party. I stayed away from people. Cause I don't know any of these fucking people. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was intermingling with anybody, but, you know, but no, what happened was, um, like Sunday, it was like, you know, 80 something degrees outside and, you know, and sunny. And then like all of a sudden the temperature dropped like overnight. Mm -hmm. Well, Monday, if you remember like Monday, Monday, it was, it was cooler, but it was humid as fuck. Mm -hmm. And, like, even though it was cool outside, like, I had the windows open because I was trying to, like, just pull air because it was so humid. Like, I'm sitting in the office. I'm just like, like, why why am I so hot? You know, I'm just, like, sticky, you know. And, um, well, I left the windows open Monday night into Tuesday, and the temperature dropped into, like, the low 40s. Overnight, yeah. and I woke up like Tuesday morning, like just like, just like with a head full of snot, <laughs> you know. Like it was just like it, it was a head cold, but the, like, so I like fuck, I can I can deal with a head cold. Went through Tuesday, went through Wednesday, and like I got to Thursday, like I still had the head cold, but like I like I had like a, like it was giving me a headache now. Like I was like so congested. Yeah. I was like, fuck, it. I called off work Thursday, and I called off work Friday. Just, like, put myself into a day-quill, night stupor. Yeah. You know, feel I feel better. better today. Yeah, I feel better today. Like, it broke, like, I, you know, my I, my my head's not congested any longer. But, like, I'm still, like, my nose is still runny. But I'm not, like, I can't, like, feel the snot, like, in my my skull. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So... Cool. So I'm, I'm fine. It, was, it wasn't, you know, I knew it wasn't the COVID, but I was, I was just like, it was just a miserable fucking week because I was just like, like, you're blowing your nose and you're like, it's like there's nothing coming out of you, but you know it's there.
2: Like right. You're just
0: waiting for the damn to break, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just wasn't. And I got to a point, like I said, like Thursday, like I was just like, oh man, my head is like, I'm popping pseudofed, like, you know, I'm not fed. Um, I see the midafins and I'm just like, <sighs> I ain't doing this. <laughs> I'm just laying down. Yeah. Yeah. But my Nancy's nephew, Steven, is having a girl, so good for them. <laughs> <laughs> that was the gender review. Like, I don't think, whatever. like, everyone asking me, like, it was like, it was like one of those things where, like, and this is how, like, Like a non-human being I am Like I I imagine this is probably like Normal for most people So This is at So Nancy's nephew Steven We're at his in-laws house
2: Okay
0: These are people I've only met One other time and that was at the wedding Okay Even at the wedding like I didn't intermingle with these people It was like you know Hi congratulations you know is, is there more pepsi you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that was like my you know is there are we gonna run out of pepsi that's all i want to know so like <sighs> I, I had very very few interactions with these people uh. and um you know we show up at the at the thing and we you know we're walking down and and the his his wife's mother greets us at the gate in the backyard and these are the kind of People like they, they actually have like a A hut built That's a bar Okay You know like these are the people we're dealing with Like they, they actually like They drink so much that they need A bar in their backyard You know <laughs> <laughs> And You know it's Like we got there like 12 15 mm. I, I'm already being offered a bush. I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I take a water. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like the mother greets us, the mother-in-law, like, and uh, and she she hugs Nancy, and uh, and she, I go, you know, she goes in for the hug. I'm like, I guess I got a hug. I go in for the hug, and she puts the cheek out there.
1: Oh my God.
0: And I literally said, Oh, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you trying to catch COVID?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, okay, peck on the cheek for you. Um, was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, like, it was, I was just kind of like, I was like, okay, after that, I'm like, okay, I just need to avoid these people at all costs. Like, where is some place I can just hunker down until this shit is over? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. set a time limit with Nancy. I'm like, look. We were out of here at four o'clock. I got shit to do at home. Like I got I got laundry to do. I've got garbage to take out. I've got shit. I got a podcast to put together. I've got shit to do at home. We are not lingering in this place all fucking day. <laughs> Nancy was like, This is why I asked you to come. Like, Good. <laughs> four o'clock rolled around. It's like, yeah, time to go. Yeah, we're going to get out of here.
1: We got to get out of here. So you didn't have a good time? No, nah, it was all right. Like,
0: I mean, you know, the the few interactions I had, like, um, you know, Nancy's brother-in-law David was there. He's always amusing. Uh-huh. Um. You know, the people, like few people I knew, like it was nice to see them, but like, you know, for the most part, I just kind of like. You know, at one point, like Nancy disappeared, and I'm just kind of <laughs> sitting there by myself, and I'm just like, "Yeah, what the fuck? I just got <laughs> abandoned." <laughs> abandoned, you know. And the best part of the day, though, was like I, I told her like, "Okay, I'm driving." This, this, this way, when I say we're getting ready to leave, we are getting ready to leave. Like if you're driving, like you'll, you'll weasel, like you, you, you'll get talked into like, well, you got the car keys. Where's he? The fuck's he gotta go. You know, if I've got the car keys, it's we're going, you know? Yeah. So we took my car. So when we take my car, I get to pick the fucking music. Thank God. So I threw on some, some, uh, some night ranger. <laughs> nice. I'm thinking who doesn't like night ranger? We're driving along, and Nancy's, like, just texting away to somebody. I look at am like, you fucking complaining to somebody about me playing Night Ranger? She's like, well, no, I'm, I'm talking to somebody. But, yeah, Night Ranger fucking sucks. I'm like, what the fuck? What? Who, who doesn't like Night Ranger? Who are you? Yeah, I'm like, oh. <laughs> this hurts. <laughs> this hurts. On the way home, we put on some Lily Crabs. There you go. I had a negotiation with her. I'm like, well, what about this? I'm no, I don't like. Oh, how about this? no, no. Like, how about Lenny Kravitz? Okay, I'll listen to some of Lenny Kravitz. Okay, fantastic, Lenny Kravitz. It is. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but who doesn't like Night Ranger? That's that's shocking to me. I'm sure someone. I'm sure. I'll I'll get a text from Stork, like, who the fuck is Night Ranger? Maybe. No, I have no doubt. There's not a doubt in my mind. But speaking of Stork, um, I don't know if you saw this this week or not, but there was a new show on Netflix. Okay. It's called Jupiter's Legacy. Okay. It's based on a comic book by mark miller uh-huh. this is i think the first like remember a few like last year we talked about maybe it was two years ago i can't remember but like he signed a deal with netflix to like do stuff with them based upon his comic books
2: okay
0: and we talked about the possibility of like uh an overall miller verse because he also did like uh uh wanted and he did a. Uh, He's got to do the Kingsman comic books I and mean, he's done a bunch of shit, but mm-hmm. it's all kind of interconnected in a way. And we talked about the possibilities of all that kind of connecting. Yeah. But um, this is like the, the first part. The first thing he's released was part of that deal with Netflix. Okay. And uh, I, I the only reason I say, you know, I bring up Stork's name because of that is uh, he, I, I, I can't remember the podcast he did it on. If you look at his feed, I'm sure you'll find it, but he did a review of the first volume of Jupiter's legacy comic book
2: uh-huh.
0: before before the show came on so and i haven't had a chance to listen to it but i i am intrigued because i'm one, like i want i think i want to read the comic book now because so i want i binge watched the show oh you did yeah i binge watched this yesterday it was it was good it wasn't groundbreaking oh my goodness ahsoka Oh, it's Ahsoka. Um, it wasn't groundbreaking. I think The Boys is a better show uh-huh. as far as like a, a dystopian superhero universe. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. Um I, I like the the, the the whole the whole concept of it is is like, you know, these people they've had their powers. Like I the thing I think you'll you'll like about it is it's it flashes back in time to 1929 Okay So it's a period piece okay. As well as taking place in the present p- time okay. And I, I, I think you'll appreciate the period piece Part of it Because you like stuff like that Right um, But like it's like you know These people were given These powers in 1929 And you know Here it's modern day and they're old, but they're still capable of being superheroes. But now they're children who have been given powers because of them. They're having a much harder time with like the code that like, you know, they they that's been laid down by like the the older generation. Like, you know, we don't govern and we don't kill right right you know shit like that like it's a, it's a, it's a really interesting show like i i'm i'm not doing it justice with my explanation of it but it's it is interesting i i enjoyed it i really did um i do highly recommend it like i said it's it's not groundbreaking in any way shape or form like I, yeah i wasn't like at the end of it like wow i can't believe what i just watched cuz you know i think it's been done better with the boys but it was still very, very good. That's cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. Ahsoka. Oh
0: my goodness. But that was like my big my big binge watch, what I watched this week.
1: I watched that new Star Wars show.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, the Bad Batch. I didn't know if you were gonna watch that or not.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I, I've I enjoyed it. Um, I think I got a little bit more out of that first... I didn't watch the second episode yet, but I did watch the first episode. I think there were some things I probably got more enjoyment out of than you did from it.
1: Probably. But I watched the first episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like the... um, The kid... At the very beginning of that first episode. the yeah. the, the Padawan. Uh-huh. That is the ma- one of the main characters in Star Wars Rebels. Oh, really? Yeah, it can he he goes by Kanan uh, Kanan Jarrus in Star Wars Rebels, but it, you know, so like when he when he first popped up and like they gave his name, I'm like, oh shit, that's that's Kanan, you know, right. I got excited. And then, then he's he's voiced by like they 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 did the voice a little bit, tried to make it sound younger, but he was voiced by Freddie Prinze Jr. Oh, it was? Who does the voice of the older Kanan in, in the Rebels cartoon? So right, right, yeah. So that was kind of a cool, like, so that was like one of those things. Like immediately, I was like, oh shit, that's a nice starting point. I like, I like how they did that, you know. Yeah. Um, but o- overall, I I enjoyed the like, first episode. I'm looking. I, I wanted to watch the second episode. I just
1: didn't get around to it today. Really? Okay. Yeah yeah I didn't see the second. I just watched the first. yeah but I thought it was pretty good.
0: yeah, I, I liked it. Um, speaking of Star Wars okay I, I saw today um, they're they're putting an x- wing fighter in the um, Smithsonian. Air and Space Museum. Like a, a full-scale okay. replica of, a, of an X-Wing fighter. This is apparently a prop that was used on um, the uh, Rise of Skywalker set, yeah. but that was donated by Lucasfilm to the Smithsonian. Now, the Air and Space Museum is filled with our history of flight, right? Like there is the, the the lunar the second lunar module, the one that they did ran tests on here on Earth to learn how to fly and you know land on the moon. Mm. Um, I, I think the the actual capsule for um, you know the first Apollo mission to the moon is in there. Yeah. You know, it, it's it, it. This is a museum that is filled with our the, the the last SR-71 that flew is at that museum. You know, this is a museum that is filled with our history. Yeah. And they're going to be putting a prop starfighter in there. How do you does that feel right to you?
1: Does it belong there? Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's that's my I, I, like I like I certainly feel like Star Wars has a place in in our our history of our pop culture history. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel like it 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 should be there. Like it doesn't feel that doesn't feel right.
1: I mean, in the air and space. Yeah. Mm.
0: You're just, you yeah, I, I get. That. Yeah, like I, I read the article and I was just like, huh. Like I don't, like I don't, like I, like I, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like I. I certainly feel like x X-wing fighter deserves to be in the Smithsonian somewhere. Just not there.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either.
0: <sighs> like it, that that, that, that that kind of made me feel dirty.
1: <laughs> really.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like as a fan, I was just like, and I mean, and those people at the Smithsonian are justifying it by saying like, you know, you know, because of Star Wars, it enables our imagination to find ways to fly into space, blah blah yakishmackly. And I'll be honest, if that's if that's the route you want to take, then you really should have a model of the Enterprise there, right? <laughs> like that feels. Like, and again, I'm going to concede something to Stork that I can hear the grin coming across his face as I say, Star Wars is not science fiction. It's science fantasy.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it it really is. I mean, there's nothing technologically sound about anything about Star Wars. You know, (laughs) like I can at least say, like, with Star Trek, you know, they try to base some of that in real science right you know and and let's and face facts also a lot of like star trek has inspired actual technology that we have today like if we look at the next generation you know iPads and iPhones were a direct descendant of the next generation pads that they used right okay. you know the touchscreen technology is, is directly has its roots in star trek you know shit like that like so to me if that's route you want to say like this is what's inspired us to go to the stars and to fly further than ever before then it's really star trek that should be in there because it's much more technologically sound yeah and i think more nasa scientists will say that they're inspired by Star Trek than they will by Star Wars. Oh, sure. You know.
1: Yeah, sure. I agree with that. I think definitely an Enterprise should be. Yeah. But, I mean, like, even then, it's kind of like...
0: Eh. Yeah, like, I, I agree. Like, you shouldn't be in there at all. Like, ne- neither ship should be there. But if you're go- if you're if you're going to say this is what's inspired us, it's more you should go with the you know the Enterprise D should be there before right. before an X-wing fighter or the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I mean that's how I feel. I mean, that, and that's like it, that's as a Star Wars fan. Like is, this isn't a matter of to me of like you know, hey, look at what we got. Like no, I mean it's it's more on the lines of like man, this like I get it from a pop culture standpoint one of the more recognizable ships is an X-Wing fighter.
2: Right.
0: You know, oh, but, you know, but at the same time, like it shouldn't be in, in, in the same vicinity as, you know, an F-14 Tomcat or, you know, you know, the P, P-5 Mustangs from World War II or shit. Like, I mean, you know, it, it right. just, it doesn't belong in the same room as these, these vehicles of history.
1: You know, I agree. Yeah, I agree with you.
0: Yeah. So, I'm I'm sure you heard the news that come come Memorial Day, it's uh, the state of Pennsylvania is open for business. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Now, the mask mandate stays in place until 70% of Pennsylvanians have been vaccinated. But I guess all of the um, social distancing and capacity restrictions are being lifted. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that, my,
1: my dear sir? <laughs> I get what they're doing. Um, I don't know. It seems too soon to me, but um, um, I just don't know how you can socially distance in a packed restaurant on a Saturday night. Oh, you can't. That's what they're saying. I
0: mean, we're we're getting rid of social distancing. You gotta wear a mask.
1: But yeah, but you should still be social distancing. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I
0: mean, I mean th- this is part of like, this goes back to, you know, before the draft, Roger Goodell announced, you know, the NFL will be playing at full capacity stadiums come yeah, week I know. one. Well, the only way you get that is if, like, you know, a state like Pennsylvania starts lifting these mandates. And allows full capacity, right? You know, I mean, you can still go to a pirate game at social distance. That's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, but like, I mean, let, let's face facts. Like, you know, hopefully by that time, Penguins should be well on their way to maybe the third round. Yeah possibly still in the second round uh, if you're gonna open up like could you imagine the first game with capacity crowd being a playoff game
1: yeah I I think on those events I think you're setting yourself up for disaster but I mean you know it's all about the dollar right that's what this is about so I mean like yeah I get it I mean I and I get businesses are struggling. Uh, especially mom and pops. I mean they you know, they gotta do something here. But um, these huge events like Penguin playoffs, Steeler games, stuff like that. I just don't see how you can do it. But I don't think we'll I don't think we'll reach seventy percent.
0: Well what they said, um the article I read, which was from the Tribune Review. Uh, they cited that 50% of Pennsylvanians have at least had the first shot. Mm. So
1: we'll see. Yeah. But,
0: but but, but I mean, that, that also means like, you know, movie theaters are back. Right. You know, um, you know, like you said, like the the mom and pops. Uh, I, I think especially in the restaurant industry, the bar industry, th- this is big news. Sure. Um, you know, but like I, I like I'm with you. Like, there's a part of me that's like, man, this this feels too soon. But at the same time, like like Tom Wolf ate. You know, Governor Tom Wolf ate shit for months for how he's handled this. Mm. You know, from particularly from the right wing with the you know, the shutdown with everything that, 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 that Pennsylvania has gone through in the past year with handling the COVID issue. Right. Um, you know, nobody's jumping in line to praise a man either for like, you know, being like <laughs> Memorial Day. We're on for the summer, you know. Right. Um, I feel like at some point you just you have to do it though. Like I get like it's like you just kind of kind of like rip the band-aid off and hope everything's healed. Yeah, you know. And I, I feel like we've we've been we've been very cautious in Pennsylvania. Like I I think I there still say I think like California is still like you know a disaster zone with everything that they're going through, like the West coast. And, you know, I mean, when you get outside the country, like India, like, you know, that's a debacle of effort proportions. And like, yeah, I still like, like I'm flipping through the channels. and I'll see like highlights of like European soccer and there's nobody in those stands. Yeah. No. You know, but you know, I, I think, I think you also have to look at like, like Texas, Florida, like the, the two, Dumbest states in the fucking king. Like the, the two the two hold by beer states. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're the ones who are like, you know, everything's fine. Go one in the water. Okay.
1: I think it's okay if you're vaccinated. Yeah. <sighs> um I think. You're more protected. But a non vaccinated person going to a Steeler game is stupidity. I just, that's the way I feel. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because there's no studies that are saying, sure, you're not going to get COVID, but can you carry COVID? Yeah. And so, If you can carry COVID, I mean, you can fight it off, but if you, or if you get slightly ill from COVID, you know, from the vaccine, are you still, I mean, you're, I'm assuming you're still contagious to other people that haven't had the vaccine. Right. Right? Right. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah.
0: We'll see so if this, we the India. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so the, the other side of that though is and this was something interesting. Like when we go back to the movies. Uh-huh. Like you've gone back a couple of times, but like you it's like a theater that you've rented for yourself for you and your family. Right. Um, I went back, I, you know, I, I went to go see Kong versus Godzilla in a a public setting. Um, the the thing that they are finding is let me find this article real quickly. <laughs> 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 What do I do? There we go. Burr. All right. So one of the things we've been talking about with COVID has been the possible death of the movie theater industry.
2: Right.
0: And how we were hoping that wasn't going to happen. Well, apparently, like, you know, Kong versus the Godzilla did. That was the biggest movie during the pandemic era, mm. from a from a money standpoint, and don't forget, this is a movie that was available for free if you subscribed to, if you had HBO Max, right? But it still did a relatively good number box office wise, you know, in, in, as far as a pandemic era movie release, right? Um, but apparently. The majority of people who went to go see Kong versus Godzilla went to go see it in IMAX. Okay. Okay. Which, like, on all honesty, makes sense. Like, if you're gonna go see a movie like that, you're gonna go <laughs> want to see it in IMAX. Especially right. Like, if, if you if it, if it wasn't available in IMAX, I would have stayed home and watched it on my TV.
1: Okay.
0: But if it's available in IMAX, I'll go see it in IMAX. So, so what but what they're saying is apparently in the US approximately twenty percent of audiences are seeking out premium large formats to see Godzilla. Usually this is closer to fifteen percent. People coming back to theaters are seeking out the most premium presentation first, um, says Jeff Goldstein, president and of domestic distribution for Warner Brothers. As AMC Executive, up uh, VP, World Programming, and Chief Content Officer Elizabeth Frank, we are seeing more evidence that patrons are planning their night out, and it is deemed for PLF showings and private screening parties. So what this article is talking about is, could, the po- could it be a possibility that we see the end of the movie-going experience as we know it, and it goes to a more premium format of IMAX, and private screenings. Like the general like especially based off of like all these services with their with their streaming. You know, it's a 45 day window now before it goes from the movie theater to the streaming service now. Right. Okay. And with Warner Brothers that starts next year, but all the others it's a 45 day, 45 day window now. Right. So the average person who's paying for all these streaming services is saying to themselves, why the fuck would I spend top dollar to go out and see the movie theater when I have it at home in 45 days? Yeah. Unless you're giving me something to go see it for. And that's a okay. premium experience. Okay. So do you think that's good or bad <sighs> for you and I? Like, cause now, cause now, like movie movies, it used to be like there was a way you could go see a movie and see it cheap. Yeah. But now, what they're saying basically is that experience is going to cost you money. It's it's you know because the average person now is saying if I'm going to sp- if I'm going to spend my hard earned money, I want to see it in the best possible circumstances. Be it a private screening where it's just me and my family and my friends, and I don't have to worry about people like Thad sitting next to me with, you know, they're in their popcorn, right. or, or it, I want to sit and I want to see it in the best possible screen, you know, and you're going to charge me instead of instead of a, a, an eight dollar fee, you're going to charge me a twelve dollar fee for that.
1: Yeah, I know. Well they're also gonna be looking to get some money back too.
0: Well I, I think I mean I think you're gonna reach a point where like I, I if if asked the route you wanted to take, like you would honestly lower prices to lure people in. Like okay, hey, the pandemic's over, we beat COVID come on in five dollar movies you know what i mean but no that's not what people are saying that they would want the people who did go out and see these movies want a more premium experience and i want to pay for it
1: so what kind of premium experience are we talking about let me see what the article says here because I mean, I we talking drink service i mean i don't understand
0: um, well i think one you're talking about IMAX, b- making IMAX more available. Okay. Okay. And then upscale dining theaters like Alamo Draft House and Studio Movie Grill, both of which were able <laughs> to evade the worst of the pandemic financial history, thanks to help in the Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection and, f- and finan- financing partners. But there's no guarantee that this will save upscale theaters. The closure of the Arclight Cinemas and Pacific Theaters is just one example of this. Um. So, like, I, I guess, like, you know when you're what you're talking about is like being able to sit down in a movie theater seat, big and cushy. It's got a fold down table. You have people bringing you food. You relax. It's 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 a more engrossing like right. setting. Like okay. I've seen pictures of people like at the Alamo Draft House, like because Alamo does like a lot of like, or they used to like do like um like 24-hour movie marathons
2: okay
0: you know um like I I know ancole news used to do the button marathon, where like you know they had you, you, you basically you you sat 24 hours watching movies you know okay. and some of them were like shitty old movies and some of them were newer movies you know it was it, it was a big deal and like you see these people and they like they, they had like these pull down trays in front of them where they had like Drinks and food and like all this other shit and just like, wow, man, that's a, that's a deal and a half, you know. Yeah. That seat looks amazing. <laughs> so I think that's like, like basically what we're talking about is like ripping down the mo- the theaters as they are, and either moving them to the IMAX screen, right, or taking the theater and taking seats out to make it more plush, plush in a way. Yeah. Like I think the average person is like, I don't want to sit in, you know, a theater with a cup holder, you know, (laughs) like I think those, I, I honestly think like, like if the movie theater is going to change, like keep up with the times, this may be something that they need to do is completely redesign what the movie theater experience is as far as like, instead of trying to fit like, you know, 30 people in a row, maybe you fit 15.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, bigger, bigger, more, more comfortable seats. This, this dining experience that people are looking for, like you, you're going to have to make it something else than what it is. Yeah. And it seems like that's the people who are going out to the movies right now. That's what they're seeking out.
1: Right, to be pampered a little bit.
0: Right, and because, in all honesty, again, like, like especially with Warner Brothers movies, like, what's the enticement to go see them in a theater if I can watch them on HBO Max? Right. Like, I mean, all honesty, like, I wanted, I, I, I wanted to see Mortal Kombat, but I wasn't willing to pay for it. Right. You know. Now, when Dune comes out. Don't get me wrong, you know, I'll be standing in line for that motherfucker, you know. Yeah. But, but when I also when I see that movie, I'm going to see it in IMAX. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't want to watch that on a regular screen. So I think that's what the, you know, is is two different types of movie going experience. Like one is is. If I'm going to go out and I'm going to see a movie, I'm willing to spend extra money to make sure I see it in the best format possible. Right. That's one type of movie-going experience. But the other movie-going experience is, well, if I'm going to go and see a movie, I want it to be as close to what my home experience is as possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, you know, when you're at home streaming these new movies, you have that luxury. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I see the point where you, you want to make it worth your while. Yeah, you
0: because know, this is what we've been conditioned be to over the past enticing. year.
1: Yeah, well, like what's going to be more enticing for me to even go on? Right. I have everything I needed, huh?
0: Right. Unless you're making the experience worth going out for and you're willing to pay for it. And that's where the key comes in. Like now, all of a sudden, I feel like the average person, like when we talked about this a little earlier, the average person is now maybe being priced out of being able to enjoy the movies.
1: Right. But I think that's been going on pre-pandemic.
0: But there were ways around that. Like You know, you go to a Tuesday matinee, you know, five bucks, you're seeing a movie. Yeah. Like, maybe you're... Like, 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 if you're somebody who who's in a lower income range, like, and you really want to see a movie, like, there was a way around that. You know, it was, it, it was still expensive, but, like, you know, you can go see a Tuesday matinee for $5, you just don't get a drink of popcorn.
1: Right, right. You, you know? just get in the movie. Yeah. You can go to the dollar store before.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, but... Like, but the other side of that too, is now, like that movie theater you went to, that guy may need to change how he looks like you know maybe he he needs to not redesign the movie theater per se, but maybe now you're looking more at him doing more private screenings like 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 you had right like now that's his business model now is well <laughs> i I don't have the money to. Put an IMAX I want the room to put an IMAX And I don't have the money to completely redesign My seating structure but what I can Do is make this a more personal Experience somehow Right so now we're renting Out the movie theater we're making a more Personal experience for you and your Friends and family to come and enjoy A movie at my screen Right you know So like this is something that's Like A real conundrum
1: it is. I mean, it's worse for mom and pops. Yeah. Because, I mean, they, well, not if they buy popcorn and snacks and drinks and stuff like that. I mean, that's where they're really making their money. Right. Yeah. You know?
0: But also, like... I want more like if i'm if i'm if I'm spending this kind of money I want more on
1: popcorn no you burger and fries yeah you but know. then you have to look at their setup
0: right exactly I mean you know
1: then you're looking at investing
0: right yeah I mean there's a lot of different things that you have to look at with this yeah, but I yeah. mean like it's it it is like it's one of those things where like post pandemic, we may see big changes to what the movie going experience is. Right. And I'll be honest, like some of them, I, I don't like, 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 I have never been a fan of that, the luxury theater with like the the reclining seats and shit. I don't like it. I mean, it's nice. I don't know. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like going to the movies to me, though. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. It just, it doesn't. Um, but I, I do, but I do like the IMAX experience a lot. Right. I love seeing... A, like, I love seeing the movies on that bigger screen. Right. You know, that's exciting to me. I
2: just, I just feel,
1: feel like it's, it's going to be... Like, <laughs> it just feels like once everything comes back, it's going to be like this science fiction novel. Yeah. We're going to yeah. welcome back. To yeah. Hand signers, hand sanitizers to your left. You know what I mean? Like well, it's
0: already started in a way. Like I think part, part of an initiative to like get people in the theaters. Um, there were two, I'm hesitant to call them trailers. But I'm gonna call them PSAs for lack of a better term. Okay. One was fight by, by by Marvel, and it was it was it what it did, it did two things. One it was like the beginning of it was like all about like what has come before with a with a voiceover by Stan Lee and it making you feel like welcome back to the movies. Yeah. And this is what we have to offer you, and they did give us our first look at the Eternals. You know, there's a little something from um, Shang Chi and the the Ten Rings, which yeah. There was a trailer for a couple weeks ago. We never talked about, it, but <clears throat> and uh, and Black Widow. Right. You know, plus it laid out like the next five or six movies after that, like what they are. So, but the big thing I took from it was, come back to the movies. You know, you want to. You know, you want that. And it's like Stan Lee, like explaining that experience of like all of us being together in in the dark room that you and I have always talked about. Yeah. But the next thing was good old Vin Diesel, you know, getting out of his Dodge Charger (laughs) for Fast Nine, but also talking about, you know, the movies are about family coming to the movie with your family and seeing something, you know, and of course like, you know, you're getting all this fast and furious bullshit too. But you know, it's like, it's Vin Diesel talking about like being with your family at the movies. Yeah. And like, so it's like this initiative by like the, the production companies, the the distributors who are like, you know, uh, yeah, we need to get the we need to get the word out. We need to make money this summer.
1: Yeah. Got to make something. Yeah.
0: I got a pass last year. I ain't getting it this year.
2: Right. You know.
0: Anyway. So, like, does that... I guess the question to... Like, as somebody who, like... You've had the struggle... Of taking your family to the movies. Yeah. You know, a, fa- a family of five going to a movie theater ain't
1: cheap. No. No, it wasn't. You know? Well, it was cheap, but they were offering. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It was pretty much five bucks a head. No, it's yeah. five bucks. It was 25 bucks for 10 people, but that was a. Rerun movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the going rate is. The other way around, it was, I think, 30 for six. 30 bucks for six people. Or something like that. Right. And then $5 per person after that for new releases. Right. But that could have changed. I think they were just trying to get some money. Right. Because, I mean, like. Yeah. Yeah, they had no options. Right.
0: No, I I get that. Like, but like, it's like it's that 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 thing of like like before that. Like, I'm just talking about like, you know, when when your two oldest girls were, you know, fourteen or fifteen, and oh yeah, Ellie was like six. You're trying to take them to the.
1: Yeah, I mean you're. You're looking you, at sixty bucks just to get to the door. Yeah, at least. Right. Depending on what time of day you went. Right. Then you're looking at popcorn. I mean, I didn't have to buy popcorn, but that is the movie theater experience is popcorn and a drink. Right. No, it is. I mean. No, you're me- right.
0: I mean, you're right. I so mean, you're dropping another 40, 50
1: bucks on. Right. So you're drink like, an, drink. like 120 bucks a pop for one movie. Right. And you expect me to do that how many times this summer? Right. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Make so, it happen.
0: Right. So, I mean, that's that's the problem. Like, And so, like. <laughs> So now let's let's take that in another direction. Now and now, you're talking fifteen bucks ahead to get in the door for an IMAX movie because that's all that's available. Right. You know,
1: looking at a lot of money.
0: Yeah, like that's that's what I mean. Like a like a, fa- a family of four, a movie going to a movie is already a high end expenditure. Right. Like, if you're making it, that, my point is like the thing that concerns me is there may be a generation that's lost because mom and dad can't afford to take them to the movie theater. Yeah,
1: yeah where are they going to get that money? Yeah. And so now you're showing movies for the elite.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what it feels like a little bit.
1: Yeah. So you know. Know. that's kind of fucked up, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like, like it would be like one of those things where, like, okay, yeah, I can swing it because I want I was doing it anyway. You know, right. for the most part, when I go see a movie, I'm seeing an IMAX anyway. Right. Um. <clears throat> but like, yeah, I my, like my concern is, like, I'm
1: not going to pay it, $100 for all my family to see fucking a, a movie in IMAX.
0: Right. I'm but that's saying. my right, and that's my point. Is like my my concern becomes. Like those kids who aren't going to have the experience that you and I had,
1: right? Grow. No, I, I I get it, but yeah. I'd rather put my money elsewhere. Right. I'd rather put my money to have my whole family go see a concert that we've always wanted to see or something. Right. Like that. The move. I mean, when you're getting into that price range of over a hundred dollars, you know, I can take for a couple bucks more. I can take them all to Kennywood for the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know you're what right. I mean? yeah. Like, no, you're absolutely right. Like and I mean, on
1: that on that level, I mean, you have to look at it. What's what's that hundred and hundred and ten dollars going to get you um, versus what everything else costs? Right. And I think there's a lot of other things you can do for that hundred and hundred twenty dollars that for a two hour movie versus a six hour adventure or whatever. You you know what I'm you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah.
0: No, I, I get that. I mean, that's the question that people are going to be asking. If this is what we're talking about, comes comes to fruition. Right, right. But speaking of concerts that you've always wanted to go to, did you see who's doing a farewell tour? Uh-uh. Genesis. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they come to Pittsburgh in December, I think, but... I didn't even look like I What for? What ticket prices are? Because I'm sure it's going to be a like hundred bucks to sit in those bleeds. Oh, for sure. Like lineup? It's the three. It's it's Phil Collins, Mike Rutherford, and uh, I can never remember the third guy's name,
1: the keyboardist. Yeah, I get it. Wow. Yeah. Well, where have they been? It's, I mean, farewell tour. Well,
0: I, I know Phil Collins did a, like a, a solo farewell tour a few years ago. huh. So I'm like, because so this kind of caught me by surprise that like, like, like Genesis is doing it. Yeah. And like in all honesty, if you're doing it with Genesis, like
1: I really wish I'd invite Peter Gabriel on board. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. That's, <laughs> you know, that, like, that's kind of like my question.
0: Yeah, like that's why I would that's why love to see the that. original lineup of Genesis get back together for a farewell tour, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh <laughs>
0: apparently yeah, that's I'm sure, like
1: can you imagine? <laughs> fuck? That would sell out everywhere. Oh. I might
0: actually look for the money to do it then,
1: you know. Like
0: if yeah. that was the case. Like if I was gonna get some Peter Gabriel doing like, you know, landlines down on Broadway and shit, I'd be like, Okay, yeah, I think I might need to pay pay for this. But uh You know (laughs) But it just It reminded me of like I almost got to see them Live on the Invisible Touch tour Yeah Like my buddy Eric Morinelli He bought seats And he was going to sell me one of them At at face value I wasn't going to make money off of this And uh I begged my parents. Like I had the money. Like I had from cutting grass. I had the money. Yeah. And I was like, please let me go to this concert. But I was fourteen. Yeah. like, no, you can't go. Not till you're sixteen. <laughs> like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. It's fucking Genesis. Right, right.
1: It's
0: Three River Stadium is fucking Genesis. Like, no, you, you you can't go to a concert Until you're sixteen. Like, motherfucker. So I didn't go. But I gave Jack Knoll twenty bucks to buy me a t-shirt. Uh-huh. and that's at the time that like t t-shirts in this in this in the the the, the stadium yeah. would have been twenty bucks. Like yeah. I, I gave him enough money to buy me a t-shirt. Next day he hands me my t-shirt, and on the back there's no H in Pittsburgh.
1: Oh my God, he fucking rooked you from he a t-shirt. He
0: rooked me. He, he fucking, he swore up and down. I bought this shirt in, in the in the stadium, Sean. I swear to God. I bought, like, dude, there's no, look, I've never been to a concert in my life, but I know one thing, there's one thing my parents have already taught me. You don't buy t-shirts outside the fucking stadium because of shit like this. Right, so you right. You bought a $5 t-shirt outside the stadium and you held the other 15 to buy yourself some fucking nachos and a drink.
1: Right. You That's
0: tough. Yeah. Swore up and down. he bought that shirt, that shirt in the fucking stadium. Like, there's no way you bought this in the stadium because it would have had an H at the end of Pittsburgh.
1: Especially in the stadium.
0: Yeah. And then yeah. I'm wearing the fucking T-shirt and people are pointing out, like, hey, there's no H in Pittsburgh. Did you buy that outside the stadium? I'm like, I didn't buy it. All <laughs> right, right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> if I had just been able to fucking go, I blame right. my parents for this. Uh, let's go ahead and let's dip our tonial on mailbag Sweet
2: Mailbag
0: And uh We got a, we got a, a very meaty mailbag today
2: Really?
0: Yeah First off as always we start with a good friend Super fan thad. Thad writes Hello, my two favorite hosts. Who would be who would be ice cream flavors? Sean oh. Ch- pop my cherry coon and Ian tight russian bellamy. <laughs>
1: tight Russian.
0: May the fourth be with Yens yeah, May the fourth be with you as well, sir. Mm-hmm. I love Round Hill Park. I'm just not allowed there anymore. Eh, I'm not going to get into that. I love a good poutine. I wish more places in Pittsburgh sold this. That brisket poutine sounded amazing. I nearly came in my pants when I heard about this. Wow. Yeah. Sean, can I spoon feed you some brisket gravy while you sit on my lap? I'll be honest, that brisket break gravy was so fucking good, I might do that. Nice. No. <laughs> I'll take that one for the team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ian, you call yourself an expert on Mortal Kombat, it's terrifying.
1: I didn't say expert.
0: I didn't think you did either, but apparently Thad thinks you did. <laughs> that was Kung Lao's finisher in Shaolin Monks in 2005 and again in 2011. I yeah. guess the spinning blade, the spinning hat, that it, it pushed the character into. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Oh, well. Sean was so ugly when he was born, his mother diapered the wrong end for sick, the first six months. Mom. Oh, I can't, can't deny that. My <laughs> penis was once in the Guinness Book hey. of World Records, and the librarian kicked me out. Well, that's actually a funny joke. Sean! Congratulations on your on your parents' 49th anniversary. I'm not going to get into that, but I can assure you, Thad. Yes, he did. I ran to someone the other day and found out he played football with Sean at South Allegheny. His name is Lee, and he said Sean was terrible in football. He played defense and ran over Sean like TJ Watt will to will do the big Al. He said his last name was was King and House. King House. <sighs> I'm not familiar with anybody named Lee King House. And if they said they they ran over me like TJ Watt, like uh, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but toot toot. You know. <laughs> I mean, if he played for South Allegheny, I didn't know the dude. Like, I, I'm not familiar with his name at all. If he didn't play for South Allegheny, he said he ran over me like that. Um, he's telling tall tales. I'll tell you that now. I know at practice like especially like my senior year I always ended up playing against Jay hobby and Jay hobby was like he was a soft one he was like six foot six like two hundred and seventy five pounds and like had like arms like a gorilla like he just had this huge reach I hated that <laughs> because the problem became like with him like when i had to practice against him i couldn't practice my, my normal technique yeah like normally like you know i would fire out with my hands get my hands on you and then control you well with his fucking reach which was unusual like most guys didn't have reach like him you know i couldn't get to him so i had to like yeah. like, like change how like i blocked him in practice yeah and finally, I had to come to him and be like, you know, look, dude, you are not helping me at all. Like, I I, I know somebody probably thinks you are, but you are not helping me at fucking all. all
2: right.
0: You've got to let me do what I need to do. You know, I understand you're trying to get better and you want to impress somebody and you think you can take my fucking job. But I need i you know, I'm either going to keep hitting you in your fucking knees or you need to just work with me.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: You know. Because that's, that's what I fucking – I'm going to put like my, my shoulder in your fucking ribcage and knees every fucking play, or we can work together. And he, he learned to work with me. Oh, really? Yeah, because i like – like I said, like, I mean, his, nobody else I played against had the reach that this kid had. He was, like, unusual, you know. Yeah. So you're not helping me. Like, I'm the starting left tackle. I, I, I need to work on my technique and my game to protect the quarterback. And if you're not helping me do that, like, unless I'm playing against somebody who's got the same fucking unusual reach that you have, yeah, you know, there's no point. Like, you know, I may understand that and we came to an agreement and we worked it out, but he was getting pissed at me because I'm like cutting his knees. <laughs> like, you're fucking making me do it. Right, right, right. i want to find a way to block you, you know, and if that's yes. what I gotta fucking do, that's what I'm gonna fucking do. <laughs> so But no, this Lee Kinghas, I'm not familiar with him at all. That. I think I I if it is if it's somebody who played with me, they are talking some hard shit. If it's somebody who uh, played against me. They're talking shit. They don't understand. Mm -hmm. Nice. Guess where Thad will will be when you read this on Saturday. Mm -hmm. No, I will not be at Target installing cameras. No, I will not be hiding in Nancy's crappy as well. What the fuck is that? (laughs) I will be at Kennywood for the season opener. I can't wait to have me some potato patch fries. And a nice, meaty corn dog. Some bacon on a stick. Wow. And now it's time for America's new, new, new favorite segment. Lee Kinghouse Bull Rushes, Sean.
1: That's a bunch <laughs> of bullshit. Bull Rushes. Bull Rushes.
0: <laughs> I can tell you in my lifetime... In the, in the scant years I played football from age seven to age seventeen, ain't no motherfucker ever bull rushed me. I've been beaten before. I'm not gonna deny that, but ain't nobody pushed me backwards. No. Nah. Nah. Like I, I I've played against kids who were like you know faster than me and could get like a get an angle and shit like that, but I never ever got bull rushed. So. <laughs> I will, I will relay because this this is fun and this is from an era bygone <laughs> okay so my my sophomore year um you know we 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 had hazing back then sure and uh you know one of the hazings was you know, you had to take a swat. you know okay. maybe several swats depending on you know And uh, so I took my swats from uh, most of the seniors. But our star running back, Dave Roberts, he didn't get a chance to get me because the coach showed up as we all just scatter. But he grabs me as we're going to the locker room. He grabs me and goes, I still fucking owe you. (laughs) I'm like, Shit. (laughs) <laughs> you know this is the last thing you fucking want like I'm, I'm 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 a team player i've done everything you fucking asked me to do i have i've I have been involved in slap fights i have been involved in some some fucking nasty ass shit <laughs> i've done i have done a lot you know okay the, the, you know and the, the swat was like the last fucking thing i had to go through and you know davy roberts was like you know he was lighting fuckers up too. Like like some guys took it easy on you. Davy was like, and he wasn't a dick, but it was like like this was the thing you had to go through, you know. Okay. And he was lighting people up. And I was just like, fuck. What is he gonna do to me? All right, all right. So we're up on the field, and I'm showing scout team and I'm playing defensive tackle. And <laughs> I'll never forget this. They let me through. Like, and I'm supposed to be showing a good look, but I, like I I also was at a point, like I got, I wasn't like trying to show up anybody. Like it was like that deal of like, I'm going to do just enough to make it look like I'm working hard, but I'm not going to do anything. that's going to show up a senior particularly like, or any of our starters. Yeah. Well, the red sea parted and I was like, didn't even have my head on the shoulder. I'm just looking at the quarterback. And i go to the quarterback just to, like, lay a hand on him. We weren't allowed to tackle the quarterback. Like, that Even back then, you weren't allowed to tackle the quarterback. But I'm going to lay a hand on him just to, like, you know, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha, you, Derek. And Dave Roberts steps in, puts his helmet in the middle of my fucking chest, and fucking lit me up like it was nobody's business. Like, I went into the air. Like, it, it, like, a scene out of, like, Mortal Kombat. Like, I just, like, ended up in the air and fell down onto my back. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> like, had that momentary, like, just a moment of, like, <gasps> like, I could not breathe, you know. Yeah. But it came quickly, like, yo. Know, but he just lit me the fuck up. And <laughs> I'm laying there for a second. I'm like. Oh my god what was that like, I didn't even know it was him
1: I didn't right. even see the
0: hit It was like one right. of those types of hits like, I didn't even see it And Dave comes over and goes Now we're done I'm like oh thank god <laughs> And the scout team coach Comes over and goes I think there's an imprint Of your body in the ground Like Wiley e. Coyote <laughs> Coach, no concern. Like, are you going to get the fuck up? I'm like, no concern for my, like, well-being. Like, I got lit the fuck up. And they're just like, this is a fucking joke. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting up. I'm getting up. <laughs> <laughs> Went back to the huddle with my tail between my legs. I got lit the fuck up. <laughs> oh. That's one of those hits I'll never, like, you know, like, I, I could, like, be sitting here, like, right now I can feel that hit. Yeah, like that, that's how like sometimes shit like that sticks with you. Like I can feel that hit in my like deep inside of me still. and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> what did I sign up for? I am in over my head. <laughs> you know, but I mean that's a guy who also like he made he made it to the uh, final cuts with the Eagles one year. Oh really? Right, yeah, so. Like to talk when you talk about like how good was Davy Roberts? Like that's how good he was. He almost made. You almost went pro.
1: That's cool. Like
0: he probably could have. Like he, he probably could have. Like he would have gone back next year. They probably he probably would have made it. Uh-huh. Like he didn't. He didn't like he's like I chased a dream. I gave it a try. I'm done. I'm moving on with my life. Yeah. You know. But still, like that's the, like when you talk about like the guy. Who who was the guy who lit me up? Like that? the guy who he was in the Eagles training camp. Right. You know, and fucking destroyed me. Yeah, <laughs> four. He's got four national championship rings with John, Johnstown State. Really? Yeah, he was part of that run. Like, remember? You might not because you, but like in the nineties, Johnstown State was like an unstoppable force. They like won like six straight national championships, and he was part of four of those. Oh wow! Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking guy. What, oh, what was his name? He, he ended up coaching Ohio State. I can't remember his name. The guy wore the vest all the time. I don't know, but yeah, he was a he was a the coach there. He like turned him into a juggernaut. Hmm. Yeah. So that's it for story time with Uncle Sean. <laughs> I can still feel that hit to this day. Uh. <clears throat> But anyway, that continues. I mean, this is this is his segment. What is Tim's wiener up to mm-hmm. this week? Tim sent me a picture of his wiener, and boy, it was his wiener bad. Tim's wiener was running wild at Kennywood before it opened. Can you believe Tim's wiener was out in Kitty Kittyland? You are a horrible fucking typist. Tune in next week to see what Tim's wiener is up to. Okay, time to go. I'm watching the original Karate Kid with Platypus. I feel like paying the fence and sweeping the deck naked. Nice. Oh, that's a visual. I do want to say I, I, I saw... So we'll we'll just um sure. Let's wish the old platypus a happy birthday. So it was her birthday today too. So happy birthday to her.
1: Happy birthday.
0: <clears throat> Next up is a good friend, the otter, better known as superfan Tim. Tim writes in. So Gmail does a weird thing where it tries to give some options to reply to it to the <clears throat> person's email you just got. Here are the options under THADS. Yum. Love it. Looks like fun. Boy, (laughs) is that goddamn algorithm fucked. (laughs) I've been wanting to try anchor Anchor Hoagies for a while. I keep forgetting about it, though. Further outbound from there is a joint called Inferno Pizza I want to try as well. I do recommend Anchor Hoagies. Very good stuff. <laughs> that is right. Yeah, don't make me repeat that. Anyway, there should definitely be more food, food in Pittsburgh. My dad exclusively gets gravy fries from the potato patch, and it's on the menu for a reason. When I moved away, I thought gravy on fries was a Pittsburgh thing, not realizing an entire nation to our north considered it a natural delicacy patooine we would get uh, snowbirds in the winter the local brewery had poutine on the menu your choice of meat and it was sick good curds are great even the fried cheese curds at sheets are good they are I can't deny that <laughs> you can't screw up a fried cheese Well, you can if you do you're a jerk off true it's true um Yeah, I, I always thought like, fries on gravy was a Pittsburgh thing, too, until I found out what poutine was.
1: That's... A, yeah. What's that, Wisconsin? Well, Canada.
0: Canada. Yeah, I'm sure it's a little bit trickled into Wisconsin, Minnesota, but... Uh, it's I think definitely Canada. Wisconsin and Minnesota. Yeah. Those two states are like, you know, Minnesota, or Canada south.
1: True. Yeah. I mean, that's where you get good cheese curds and everything else. Yeah. We know some people there.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, you know, in Minnesota, curling is a big thing.
1: I actually like, like watching curling.
0: So do I. Like, I mean, I, I get the it's like, it's a game I like to watch, and I'm like thinking to myself, like, I could fucking do this. But, like, nowhere else in the United States do you hear about, like, like curling, except for, like, Minnesota.
1: Like, you know. Yeah. Until the Winter Olympics. And yeah. then I always make sure I watch it. I love exactly. it. Exactly. I fucking love watching curling. Yeah. It's the neatest thing. <laughs> the otter continues. I ended up doing
0: a holy smokes barbecue that day. I got the smoked, then fried wings, which were really good. I got the buffalo slash ranch, which was really good. And the dry rub, the dry rub was a bit too salty. I would imagine they probably have the chicken in the, in the brine and added salt was too much. Long live the rig.
1: Hail, hail the rig. You know, it's funny. I went to um, <clears throat> Sam's today.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I picked up some steaks for Mother's Day. I'm going to make mm-hmm. some steaks. And, uh, you know, all the good stuff for that. And uh, that's what you haven't had in a while is my steak. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there was no chicken in that place.
0: No. That's crazy.
1: No. I was like, I was thinking to myself today, I was like, you know, I should get some. Well, I, I know there's a shortage on these, but um, I was like, well, I should get some chicken wings. And I'm going to try this, this bake recipe um, for baked chicken wings. Yeah you know, with a rub and, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then dip it in whatever sauce you want. You know, I have different kinds of barbecue here. Yeah. And uh, I thought that'd be good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There wasn't even a chicken breast in that motherfucker. Wow. There was no chicken anywhere. That's shocking. And I don't know why. Yeah. Why would that be a run? I mean, chicken? I know there's I a chicken that. wing shortage. Like, you just can't get chicken wings. Yeah. I mean, which would make sense, being a chicken shortage. But even when we had this, you know, mid-pandemic when there was no chicken wings, you know, I got it, but there was always chicken, or chicken breasts, or yeah. legs or whatever. There was not an ounce of chicken in that whole section in Sam's. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, there was, I I know that sounds weird, but when you go to Sam's, I mean There's usually this massive amount of chicken.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean like there's yeah. 40, 50 packs of, you know, family-size boneless chicken thighs and 40 or 50 packs of breasts and you know what I mean? Huge mm. packs of drums. No. Nah, yeah. there, there was no. There there was no chicken in Sam's Club. Wow. Which I thought strange. was very strange. <laughs> that is strange. Yeah. So. Anyway. Maybe I missed something in the news. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't hear anything about it. but Because that, that is- I know pizza shops around here, I think Pepinas is one of them. Maybe Jalyn's is the other one. But they say their chicken wings are not on the menu. Yeah. They just can't get them. Yeah. Very interesting.
0: Otter continues. Hey, is that guy in Mortal Kombat with the weird bandage armor? Is he new for the movie? Or was he in the games?
1: Which? Uh, the, 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 main the, character, character? the
0: main character. The main character.
1: Well, as far as I played up to, he's new. Yeah. But I'm not an expert no, clearly,
0: clearly as we've just <laughs> learned earlier. Yeah. You got Put in your place. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I don't know who he is either, but I. You know. I'm. I am far from a Mortal Kombat expert. I. I played the first two or three games, and you know. Wasn't
1: very good at them, but you know. I, no I played two, and yeah. I, I think I stated that from the beginning. I. From last podcast, I never played three. Yeah. Because once they introduced the fifth button. Or was it the sixth button? I think it was six. I can't remember. Or seventh button. Seventh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe block in the middle, maybe. I stopped playing. Yeah. Because I couldn't get into the block, like having to physically block versus pulling back and blocking. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and if I may gripe, which I do a lot. How does this character seriously not win a single fight the whole goddamn movie (laughs) until Prince Goro? And he beats him. Powers or not, dude didn't win a fight all movie. Lost to a broke dick MMA fighter in a smoke-filled back alley dumpster fight. Nice. Well, they, they do establish that apparently before this, he was apparently a very good fighter. Like, I'm not defending him. I get his point, like you know the dude's got his ass handed to him, all fucking movie. Here's Prince Goro, like you know the the end character of of the first game. and you're like, you know, all of a sudden he's you know, he's fucking Bruce Leroy right exactly. you know, All of a sudden he's got the glow.
1: <laughs> that's right. Right. Don't ever forget about the globe, brother <laughs> Wish I had that on a shirt it's Serious
0: I mean, all it needed was like that, that you know that The barge song the kick on You are the last dragon That would have been right there, you know <laughs> Yeah
1: uh, <sighs> Who's the master, Leroy? Remember when we met him? Yeah. Oh, you were so excited. I was excited.
0: You you were like I I actually walked away and came back and you were still chatting with him. Like, you were, <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? Like, yeah. I, I think he was happy. Like, somebody was just like so excited to see him.
1: And paying attention to him.
0: Yeah. Like, but you were just like I mean you did the handshake and uh, you were like I mean you were right there. Yeah. Dude. Ah, oh, you were so like it was like I remember we went to that con together, and you were like, "I just want to meet the dude." I said, "I don't give a fuck about it. if we do anything else. I don't care if I buy <coughs> anything else. I got to meet this guy." I'm like, "Yeah, we'll get you there. Don't worry." I don't you know? think I even got an
1: autograph from him.
0: I can't. I know you had your picture taken with him. I think I think you got an autograph. <laughs> oh, I can't find it. Yeah, it's gotta be I mean, him like, somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, I, you were just so fucking excited to meet him. Like you were like, "This yeah. is like a dream come true." This, I mean, it ranked right up there with meeting the fucking Beastmaster.
1: Oh, yeah. I was fucked. That was the. That was probably one of the best days of my life.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. It was. I know.
1: <laughs> I was. That was probably one of the best days of my life meeting that dude, Mark Singer. Mark Singer. <laughs> <It was. laughs> It was one of the best days of my entire life. You were with me the whole time there, too, right? Or now? No. No, because no, you, you went... weren't with me on that? No. Yeah, that Are was you one... sure? Because we went to the Chinese food restaurant afterwards. It used to be Beefsteak Charlie's. Yeah. And then no. we went to the Chinese food restaurant.
0: No. I, cause you, you were there with Anna and Bree. Because I mean, that was the thing. like he talked about... like. You were there for, like, talking to him for, like, 45 minutes, and he, he, he offered an aut- autograph to the girls, and you were like, well, fuck, I guess I have to pay for this, and he didn't charge you for it, and, like, he did that whole line of, like, which one, which one, no, asked or him. something,
1: yeah. I asked him, I was like, I don't, I'm, like, some kind of fucking 16-year-old, I'm like, yeah. I don't know which photo to choose, I, I like, you know. I like them all. I, I like the ferrets and I like Rue and I like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he looks at me with the fucking eyes of the Beastmaster and says, You need to choose the picture that's right for you. And I'm like, I got it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was one of the best comic, ex- comic on experiences I've ever had in my entire it's my life. Fucking best. You need to choose the picture that's right for you. I'm there, Dar. I, I'm <laughs> fucking... I'm there. <laughs> I am right there. I'll take on any berserker they throw at me. Bring it. Me and you. We're going to the top of that pyramid. And we're fucking that dude up. And I'm saving the goddamn ferret when I get up there. <laughs> The,
0: the only thing better than that Like from an experience standpoint Like with, with you Was when um, The fucking Pinhead When we went to go see Pinhead for the first time Yeah And Lisa was pregnant with Ellie You know Anna and Bree were what like seven Eight years yeah. old And, yeah. and he looks down at like first off, I'm like, you know, just don't let him touch your belly. Don't, don't let him. And Lisa's like, yo, he's touching my belly. I'm like, don't do it, don't, you know. And then he looks down, and in that like fucking pinhead voice, he looks at the Anna and Brittany's like, the twins, they're identical. <laughs> and it was just like, what fucking sinister plan do you have for my for these girls? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Because he did that. The twins. They're identical. <laughs> like,
1: like, it was just like, oh shit! Did he sign her belly? I don't remember. I don't. I
0: can't. I don't think he signed her belly, but I think she had him like as a picture of him touching her belly. I believe
1: somewhere. Hold on, I'm gonna yell. Okay. Okay. Did Pinhead sign your belly? Did he touch your belly? That explains everything. Yeah. I said that explains everything. <laughs> he touched it, he didn't. Yeah. I, I
0: I thought that's what it was. Yeah, he just touched yeah. it. Like it a I think it was a picture somewhere of him touching uh, it. She,
1: she should have had uh, him sign it and then she should have went out and got a tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. She couldn't get a tattoo because she was pregnant.
0: She was pregnant, yeah.
1: Ella, my daughter Ellie's just said she was blessed.
0: Yeah, it's wrong with my boy. family. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Actually, he's a pretty cool guy.
0: He is. He's a very cool person.
1: And he's a Pittsburgh guy now. Yeah, he's
0: a Pittsburgh guy now. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, he, he I mean, he's a very cool guy. Like um, but I mean, like that first time when he's like the twins.
1: That's the uh, like, same cool show guy. we met Bill Mosley.
0: Yeah, Bill Mosley was there and uh, Jason Mewes. That's where I got
1: my. Jason Mews autograph what a cool guy Bill Mosley was yeah yeah he was yeah and then you met Jason Mews there I think they right. did did Lisa go I don't remember they met Jason Mews like seven years later at yeah still City. yeah and he was amazing dude well like, what an amazing the, guy because the funny thing is like when I saw him he was high I'm sure
0: yeah, because me and Jamie talked about it, like, you know, because it was like you could tell he was fucking high as a kite. Mm-hmm. But, um, because me, Jamie was the other one. She was like, you know, she it was like, you know, she wasn't living here yet. She just came into town to go to that show. Right. You know, and uh she was excited the to, to, you know, like me and her, we were like, you know, we're going to see Jason Mewes. Fuck everything else. Mm-hmm. But, um. But that's where I, yeah, I got the Jason Mews autograph on my, uh, James on Bob Strikes Back poster. Yeah. And then, uh, the guy who plays Dante.
1: Yeah, I got his on it.
0: Yeah, I got his on uh, Well, I got two autographs from one for me and one for Nancy, because Nancy wanted one, but she couldn't go to that show. Uh-huh. And, uh, I got the one in black and white from Clerks, and he 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 signed it. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Ah, uh-huh. And then I bought the other one from clerks too. And you signed that one, you never go ask the mouth. Oh, that's great, dude. And I almost kept the second one. Like I almost said, yeah, here's yours. Like I because unfortunately I had to make it too nancy. Like it's too nancy, you never go ask to mouth. Right, like, right, right. Oh fuck. I should have taken that. If I had known you were gonna sign it that way, I would have taken this one. I would have switched them. But you live, you learn. <sighs>
1: I miss those shows too. Yeah. <clears throat> the last couple, though, I think so, the last uh, signature I got was Muse.
0: Yeah. So here's the question. Though. Here's an interesting question. Like we're talking about this, and we're going way over, but fuck it. Um, so Steel City Con is in uh in June, June or July. I think it's mm-hmm. July. We'll, I don't we'll, know. You don't know? Like yeah. with. With, with no restrictions, like masks only, you're still... You don't know?
1: I don't know, man.
0: Cause he, he, well, here's well, the, I'll have
1: to cross that bridge when we get to it.
0: Because here's a temptation for you. Matthew Lillard is going to be there.
1: I, I do. I, I
0: know.
1: I know. Yeah. And he's an auto that I want. Yeah. I want to meet the guy. Yeah. I mean, he's... I don't know. He's one of my favorite actors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, it's one of those oddball things. Like I know he's there for like. I mean, Skeet Ulrich is supposed to be there. He's supposed to be doing a whole scream thing. But like, I know you want a Shaggy
1: autograph. Yeah. I would love a Shaggy. It, it, that's a that's a good toss. Up. I mean. I would love a punk autograph, CSL Punk. Uh, I, yeah. I would love a 13 Ghosts autograph. Yeah. I mean, like, he's just a good actor. I mean, I yeah. I just like him everything that he's in. I mean, anytime he shows up on screen, I'm there, right? Yeah,
0: so, yeah I know. So, like. I mean. It's like, like a like man crush, team. right? I guess.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I love the guy. Yeah.
0: I mean, talking I think about it's the just... ultimate temptation at this point.
1: For you, yeah, like, yeah,
0: that's
1: a tough one. I mean, we're gonna have to cross that bridge when we get to it. But yeah, man, Matthew Lillard, dude, that's a good one. Yeah, I've met Nev Campbell. Um, I couldn't believe how tiny she was. Yeah. It's so weird. I had no idea she was that tiny. Yeah. Um, but um, not as tiny as what's her name? Um, uh, chasing Amy.
0: Oh, uh, Joey Lauren Adams.
1: Yeah, she is tiny. Yeah. Um, but um, like thin. I I I didn't imagine her being like Nev Campbell being like that. But um. Yeah, Matthew Lord dude. <clears throat> yeah, that's a huge one for me. Yeah. But anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, Nancy's kind of like, we have to go because she wants to keep Allrich's autograph. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, and uh, I'm half tempted because uh, Britt Baker DMD is going to be there. All right. Yeah, she's a she's a wrestler, a female wrestler in AEW, uh-huh. but she legitimately has a uh, a doctorate in dental. Uh-huh. And she's a she's a legit dentist. Like, uh-huh. uh, she went to Penn State and Pitt. She got her uh-huh. she got her dentist degree from Pitt. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, she definitely has a life after wrestling. <laughs> Well, like, what's funny is, and this is what's interesting, like with AEW, like she's she's a practicing dentist right now, like she's a she has a uh, a practice in Orlando. Okay. And um, like with AEW, since they only really do like one show a week, it's not that hard for her to like, you know, well, I'll take off Wednesdays, go up to go up to Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, do the show and come back home. Or when they were traveling, like you know, fly fly in on Wednesday, fly yeah. back out, and yeah. you're back working as a dentist on on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah. Plus, she's just an awesome heel, and she's from Pittsburgh. So yeah, yeah, nice, nice. So let's see here. <laughs> we are going you know, off topic. It will order continues. By the way, Bardeen sausage used by the official barbecue joint of the Pittsburgh nerd podcast is locally sourced out in Westmoreland County. See, I like that. Yeah. Bardeen's is my go-to purveyor for fine cuts of beef and cased smoked meats. And one of the only places that consistently carries tri-tip well-known in the California circles of PNP fandom. All their stuff is great, and even their antipasta is worth the drive. Reminds (laughs) me, I'm due for a run out there. So let me know when you smoke, guys, are out my way to grab big rigs, and I'll try and scoot over there. It's only 15 minutes from me, and we can grab a slew of it and socially distance on the deck of my place. Just nah, don't feed the it. weeder dog. No, no. He's an asshole. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, I don't share with animals, so little fucker wouldn't get anything from me anyway. Nice. <laughs> spend my hard-earned money on that shit. I ain't spending you know, giving you none of that good stuff. You ain't getting none yeah. of the good, good. <laughs> and lastly. New to the show, friend of the show, Justin writes in. Hello, nerds. Hey. Hello, my two favorite hosts who wait a minute. That's the, how the other guy starts his email. Nice. Never mind. Super fan in training Justin writing in. You might remember me from such emails as my girlfriend wants to wit- wants you to wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> Well, there we go. How you doing, Justin? How's it going, fellas? Been listening to the podcast religiously, and I thought I'd write in to say hello. Well,
2: that's good.
0: I'm glad to hear that. Hey, thanks. Yes. Appreciate it. more often. We need the content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch that Mortal Kombat movie. And I must say, quote unquote, for what it was, I can't complain. I do agree with Ian, that opening sequence, huh? I like how I explained a little of the backstory as I haven't thought much about Mortal Kombat since the early 90s. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been around, like, I mean, I, I'm familiar enough with, like, the, the storylines because you just, you hear about it, like, like, almost through osmosis because it's, like, such a, you know, in the video game world, like, you just kind of hear about it so yeah i, I had a, a bit more of an idea but like i probably haven't played it you know since god knows when <laughs> uh just glad i didn't have to enter a b a c a b b into nice. my fire stick to get the full effect of the film
1: nice nice, nice. uh
0: that that's an impressive reference my friend yeah See, I had it on a Sega Genesis, so I didn't have to do that. Uh-huh. Lucky. Yeah. Referencing another review, I avoided the Netflix original Shadow and Bone based upon Sean poo-pooing it. However, the lady's been out of town for a few days, and finding myself with complete control of viewing options, I decided to give it a chance.
1: Okay, how was it, John?
0: I watched the entire eight episodes Holy in two nights. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's good, but I find that I, when I watch that many in a row, I kind of become invested in the series. Does that happen to you guys? Well, first off, I will say if you watch all eight episodes in two nights, while it's impressive... I did watch all eight episodes of Jupiter's Legacy in one night. So, uh,
1: Hmm.
0: you know, yeah, those are rookie numbers, my friend. You got to bump up those numbers. Bump them up.
1: (laughs) I think, yes, we do do that.
0: (coughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's the thing, like.
1: I mean, I did that with the Expanse. Yeah. Holy fuck.
0: When I'm going to get into your Serenity Firefly experience. Dude, that was. <laughs>
1: that wasn't even right. Uh, you caught off work. <laughs> Dude, I called off work for like two days. Yeah. Uh... We, I mean, literally, we ate, woke, and slept serenity for. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my God. That was crazy. I've never, that's the only show that I've ever done that with. Yeah nuts <laughs> wow I can't believe I did that yeah
0: <laughs> um, I, I, I find that as well Like I, I do do that um, but like with this show with Shadow and Bone I, I this is the best judge for me always of like how invested in a show I am especially a show I've never watched before this is my okay. first time viewing it how often am I looking at my phone? You know, because if I'm yeah. like thinking to myself, like, hey, I need to check my phone. You're not holding my interest. Right. Right. You know what I
1: mean? That's Sure. So,
0: yeah. Like with Jupiter's legacy, I was hardly checking my phone.
1: That's cool. I mean, that's how I gauge my shit. Too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't
0: want to do miss with, anything.
1: I've even said that on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Hey, I didn't even look at my phone during this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I didn't even yeah, get it's up
0: like, to pitch, You know? Yeah, like, like, but like, so when I'm binge-watching a show, especially something I've never seen before, like if I'm checking my phone, which is what I found myself doing during this, it, I, it wasn't holding my interest at all. Like I said, by the time I got to episode four, I'm like, why am I even bothering? Right, right. You know, but, uh... But you say you, you watched the entire eight episodes... Um, anyway, I liked it And I think I might warn a second chance When time permits mm. Yeah, I don't want to poo-poo Justin he
1: Maybe he got better after episode 4 Maybe Like It looks good to me I just haven't started it yet. It looked good to me too Like, I mean,
0: I when I watched the trailers for it I thought, okay, this looks very interesting
1: Yeah You know
0: but I just like watching it. I just I found the characters just to be, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I didn't find them at, that interesting at all. But that's just me. Like I, you know, I I'm not going to, you know, you enjoyed it, Justin. I'm I'm glad you did. Um, but it's just not my cup of tea. Apparently, yeah. like I, I I gave it a try. I really did. <coughs> I get, but like you said, like. You know, when I find myself reaching for the phone more often than, than not, then it's not holding my attention. Right. You know, because if that's the case, I'm not that concerned. Like if I miss something on the show, you know what I mean? Like, right. Um, Justin continues. I'll head out of this email by saying I like the food review segments. Who doesn't like food? Although I'm an eight-hour drive away here in Connecticut. Holy cow. No. Yeah, he's in, I knew he's in Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Big Rigs Barbecue is at the top of my list of places to visit next time I'm in town. <laughs> well, do me a favor and just say that we sent you. Like, I want them to know, like, they're, like, like, look, we're small. We're a very tiny podcast. But, like, just for them to know, like, like, just any good word that we put out there, like, sent somebody to them, I think would make them, it makes me feel better. Right. You know,
1: and I want to Hell, them, we might even meet you
0: there. You never know. Um, <clears throat> I've given a heads up to some friends and family in the area based upon your recommendations, and they have confirmed the place is legit. Fucking A right it is.
1: Best barbecue in best work,
0: baby. It is, absolutely. Uh, that's all for now. Keep up the good work. I'll be listening. Well, I wouldn't call it good work, but, you know. We're trying. We put out content.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> I'm a content creator, God damn it. Um, but I'm glad you'll be listening. I'm glad you've been enjoying the show. Um, it means a great deal to me. It makes me happy. Knowing that somebody's out there Enjoying our hijinks and or shenanigans Right Uh well Anything like to add to the proceedings there sir
1: No sir I'm good I almost forgot
0: I'm just going to mention this in passing Uh for two things First off another happy birthday To our our good friend the super fan Uh Sarah Oh happy Uh, birthday Happy birthday to her and also, um, a moment a moment of uh, reflection tonight when you're in bed by yourself. Tawny Katane has passed away. For real? For real. I almost oh, forgot what? this, but I want to get that out there. Yeah, she was 59.
1: Holy hell. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah.
0: Huh. I'm, I am extraordinarily saddened by this, as as is my, my right hand.
1: Well, we should also say Happy Mother's Day. <laughs>
0: yes, we should also say Happy Mother's Day. Um, I'll be visiting my mom tomorrow. I'll probably take over some pizza. Might get some rock away. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spend a little money. It's either that or the luchas.
1: Yeah, but Lucha's isn't the same, man. Yeah, it isn't. It's just not the same.
0: Yeah. But still it's it's better than like the pizza my parents get. What do they get? I think they get it like from Joe Lenz.
1: I don't mind it. Yeah, but it's not like good pizza. I think penis yeah. is fucking phenomenal. It's just yeah. you got you, you're paying for it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the same thing with Rockaway and the same thing with Luchas.
1: Right. I mean, I think it's cheaper than Rockaway. Yeah. But not by much. I mean, Papinas yeah. has really raised their shit up. Yeah. But,
0: anyway. So, anyway, yes, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, if you're listening. <laughs> um, that's it. That's all I got. All right, so. Uh, so, so remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. I guess there's an email like these fine folks have. That email address is pittsburghnerdyahoo.com uh, You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. And uh, we're also on a, on a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the uh, Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Uh, so just give them a Google search. You can find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And uh, lastly, as always, like I said, we want to thank you for enjoying our um, our hijinks and or shenanigans, whichever you prefer. Uh, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to enjoy our, the show, and we hope you do. Sweet. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace.